Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Postal Code Unknown podcast for Monday, July 10th of 2017. I've got a cool story from Thailand for you guys today about my time with Easy Divers doing my open water and advanced open water PADI scuba diving certification. Um, this was something that had been high on my list of skills to learn and mostly because sort of it's a difficult thing to do when you don't have scheduled planning or at least in the past I sort of stopped myself from getting scuba certified because of the amount of time commitment over a long period of time needed uh, to do classes like this in the States. And while I'll come back around to this, I do think that extended exposure over a long time and repetition for something as, as uh, sort of complex as scuba diving is, I think it's probably going to be the preferred way to go if you've got the opportunity. But for me, this, this, this intensive course got me the skills that I needed in order to uh, do some scuba diving at the Great Barrier Reef earlier this year, which was amazing. It really came in handy. It was something that was extraordinary. And I did want to sort of talk about uh, Koh Samui and a little bit about the island there, mostly because I had such a fantastic time there. Um, of the sort of island areas in the south of Thailand, there's a few uh, like Phuket and Koh Tao, um, that are very well known, uh, but I per and Koh Phangan, where there is a full moon party, which I actually went to uh, as part of uh, my trip as well. So it wasn't all at the same time. I came back to do this uh, the certification at a later point in time um, on my way to other places, and I I am really happy I did. Kosamui itself, sort of like and, and and especially sort of like the advantage I think of a course of this type. Um, when you're researching, and it took me a while, and it actually ended up being that the guest house I was staying at helped me sort of find this company, uh, and I'm really happy that they did, because a lot of companies can be sort of like, especially with like a lot of students, can make it really difficult to learn. And the advantage of going with these guys in particular um, was that the class sizes were small. Um, for the most part, like uh, I, I did about three dives per day for about 10 days total. Um, or at least I was there for about 10 days, and it didn't quite take the entire time. But for most of that period of time, I did about three dives a day. Um, so after sort of doing the, um, uh, the coursework and the paper tests and, and, and learning the necessary skills uh, for what to do, a lot of that practical experience is what's most important. What to do in an emergency, what to do if you run out of air, and having those skills sort of in a... A uh, situation like that is critical, especially if you find yourself in a situation where you're trying to go scuba diving and you may be with a company that doesn't necessarily require certification, and they should, uh, but those skills are very important. And scuba diving, I think, is a extraordinary um, and, and, and incredible experience and a way to sort of experience uh, another world. Um, life underwater is about as alien as anything that I can describe, and yet it's so wonderful. Uh, there was, uh, I still remember, just mostly because the visibility was fairly poor when I was doing this particular test at this time. That's something that's that's hard to predict, but we did spend one day uh, at this formation. It's famous for divers in the region uh, called Sail Rock, and Sail Rock, even with poor visibility, was spectacular. And there was a um, a formation in Sail Rock called the Chimney, 
that we went in low, sort of came up and saw all these sort of shrimps and crustaceans and really kind of cool things and, and, and came out much higher. And it, it is, it is, is seeing this, this, I, I mean, the crazy part is it, it is, it is a real place. It's, it exists on earth and yet it feels so unfamiliar to anything else that I've ever seen that if you're interested in exploring sort of what it would be like to be in another world or sort of see something completely outside of your perspective, scuba diving and um, uh, snorkeling uh, can be incredible ways to do that. Uh, so I do want to sort of like go through and sort of talk about that experience itself as well, sort of like what was it like to get my certification. And again, sort of I've talked, it required some paper knowledge and testing, uh, which required some studying and making sure that I was prepared, a lot of video watching, so a couple of days worth of coursework. And then uh, we went out on a chartered boat uh, that had food. Um, and fortunately, I don't get um, seasick uh, very easily. So I was able to sort of study on the boat. And I just had this incredible time with some really kind instructors that really sort of made me feel um, like I was important, like my, 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 uh, my time was worthwhile to them. And it was, it was, it was really helpful to be in sort of an environment like that, uh, because it takes a lot of stress off of something that can be very stressful, especially if you're unfamiliar with environments like that, or if they're new to you and you're, you're sort of approaching something like this. So, um, I, I do think that getting a certification of this type can be very useful. But I do want to mention that it is very worthwhile to supplement that by doing more dives in a frequent or, or, or more dives regularly following your course. Uh, my personal mistake, I think, was taking so much time between getting my certification and my dives that I did in the Great Barrier Reef that I felt a little uncomfortable when I got back in. And what I really should have done, and I would recommend if you're going to be going through this route, is getting uh, a taking a refresher course if you're thinking about diving and it's been more than six months. And I think that the PADI certification board says that you should do that at least once a year. Um, so again, they're they're the authority there. But if it were me, I would I would probably do that on a more frequent basis, just because I tend to sort of lose skills that I don't use as often. And a lot of people sort of find that that's the case. Sometimes it can be like riding a bike. I'm not going to forget that very easily. So. Um, so again, yeah, if you're you're looking for places to go scuba diving in general, um, these are the two places that I've been in the world. Uh, I'll come back and talk about the Great Barrier Reef at another point in time, but that was incredible. Uh, and as was a lot of the diving around in Thailand. I've heard really good things about Indonesia and a lot of the Micronesia uh, and Polynesian um, uh, sort of island areas and uh, some places in the Mediterranean that I'd really like to go diving someday. But in my experience... Um, the, if the visibility was better, it would, would have been incredible, but I did enjoy the dive sites that we went to in Thailand. And I, I do strongly recommend Koh Samui. It's a beautiful island. It's very well put together. I think it's not as crazy as Koh Phang Nang was, was I which I think was a little bit too much. I mean, it's not really my kind of thing. It's more of a party place. And Koh Samui was a little bit quieter and a little bit more laid back and a little bit more, um, uh, interesting so yeah so uh with that said uh, i do strongly recommend excuse me sorry um with that said i do strongly recommend uh kosamui as an island and the islands in general thailand is such an incredible beautiful place 
and the southern parts of the country are so different and varied from the things that I really enjoyed up in Chiang Mai in the north. So uh, I hope you enjoyed this uh, today's episode. I hope that inspires you to go out and try to learn a new skill, whether it be scuba diving or otherwise, and to believe in yourself uh, that you will be able to learn that skill with enough time and effort. Uh, thank you for watching. Talk to you again tomorrow. Thanks for watching. I hope you enjoyed today's video. If you'd like to see more of what I've been doing outside of these videos, you can see more at theradicaldreamer.com where I've got articles and photographs uh, with travel advice and stories uh, that aren't just in a video format. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at OneRadicalDreamer or on Instagram at AradicalDreamer if that's uh, something that you're more interested in. Uh, if you're interested in supporting me, I do have a Patreon page up as well, uh, which you can find at patreon.com slash theradicaldreamer. Uh, and that's a way for as little as $1 a month, you can help support me uh, get uh, better equipment and do more videos of this type and make a whole bunch more cool stuff to share with you in the future. Uh, and last but not least, uh, if you like what you've been seeing on YouTube, please like, subscribe, and uh, send a couple comments. I'd be happy to answer more questions in future episodes of the podcast. Uh, hope you have a wonderful day. Thank you. Take care.